1 Samuel 29. Now the Philistines gathered together all their armies to Aphek, and the Israelites encamped by the spring, which is in Jezreel. The lords of the Philistines passed on by hundreds and by thousands, and David and his men passed on in the rear with Achish. Then the princes of the Philistines said, What about these Hebrews? <laughs> Achish said to the princes of the Philistines, isn't this David, the servant of Saul, the king of Israel, who has been with me these days, or rather, these years? I have found no fault in him since he fell away until today. But the princes of the Philistines were angry with him, and the princes of the Philistines said to him, Make the man return, that he may go back to his place where you have appointed him, and let him not go down with us to battle, lest in the battle he become an adversary to us. For with what should this fellow reconcile himself to his Lord? Should it not be with the heads of these men? Isn't this David, of whom people sang to one another in dances, saying, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands? Then Achish called David and said to him, As Yahweh lives, you have been upright, and you're going out and you're coming in with me, and in the army is good in my sight. For I have not found evil in you since the day of your coming to me to this day, Nevertheless, the lords don't favour you. Therefore now return and go in peace, that you not displease the lords of the Philistines. David said to Achish, But what have I done? What have you found in your servant so long as I have been before you to this day, that I may not go and fight against the enemies of my lord the king? Achish answered David, I know that you are good in my sight, as an angel of God, Notwithstanding, the princes of the Philistines have said, He shall not go with us to the battle. Now therefore rise up early in the morning with the servants of your Lord, who have come with you, and as soon as you are, depart. So David rose up early, he and his men, to depart in the morning, to return to the land of the Philistines. And the Philistines went up to Jezreel. So in this chapter... Um, this is where we find out that David had been with King Achish for years. And I'd mentioned earlier about some of the, the struggles with figuring out how long things took through these books. But anyway, at least two years, but probably longer, David was playing the double agent. <laughs> and uh, But interestingly here, you know, the when he shows up to the battle and he's at the back with Achish, the other Philistines look at him and think, hmm, isn't that David? <laughs> we don't want him around. And um, so Achish sends him away. David says, what have I done wrong? Now this is all part of playing the double agent because David does not want to end up in the battle with, uh, you know, fighting against his own people. He doesn't want to be there. And um, so this is where, you know, his cover would have been blown, I guess. If, if David had really gone to the battle, what would he have done? Now, we don't know, but I think he would have had no choice but to flip sides. He would have had no choice but to fight for Israel. And he says to, to Achish, he says that, you know, I want to fight for my lord, the king. Well, who is his lord, the king? It's not Achish. <laughs> it's, it's language which is technically correct, but which he would not have meant what he was saying the way that Achish was hearing it. I think David would have flipped. And so the Lord intervenes here and does, I think, three interesting things. And maybe he did more. But there's definitely three interesting things going on here. One, the Lord saves David from having his cover blown. 
the Lord sends him back and he doesn't have to fight against Israel. So that's the, the Lord is so gracious in that and he gets David out of a, a tricky spot. But number two, if David had gone into the battle, he would have flipped sides and he would have fought for Saul, but the Lord actually wanted to kill Saul. We find that out in 1 Chronicles 10. It was actually the Lord that had determined to defeat Saul and put him to death. And the Lord does not want David fighting against his own plans. So the Lord causes him to, to, to be taken away. So this is the Lord and his great wisdom at work. And so we've always got to be mindful of, you know, with our prayers that we don't just assume certain things are right and just pray and bless them when the Lord's not in them. And sometimes if, if people have wrong theology, they do this. They think certain things are good when they're not and they pray and bless them. And as Christians, um, you know, well, we just have to be so wise about what we pray for to make sure we're not upholding something that the Lord doesn't like. And, but the third thing that happened here is, is a great mercy to David because while David was here with Achish king of Gath, his actual wife, their wives and families' children were being kidnapped right as this was all happening. And David did not have any way of knowing that, but the Lord so graciously sent them away from the battle so they could go back and rescue their families. And we'll talk about that in tomorrow's chapter, chapter 30. And um, so there's these three things that happen, and the Lord is so merciful. Number one, he keeps David out of his predicament from having his cover blown. He sends him back to, to rescue his own family that's being attacked. But third, the Lord also has a plan for this battle, and he wants the Philistines to be involved. He doesn't want David to be involved. And um, so it must have been an interesting position to be in for David in this position and wondering what the Lord was up to. And sometimes in our lives, we wonder what the Lord is up to. But the Lord is often at work in so many ways, far beyond the way we can understand. Like we just saw here three different things the Lord was doing in this chapter. Sometimes the Lord is at work like that in the detail of our own lives. When things happen around us, things that even seem bad, um, we just can't imagine what the Lord is up to. And so it causes us to realize that the Lord is in the detail and we can trust him. So I personally do trust the Lord. In, uh, as a younger person, when things went wrong, I would have been much more bothered than I am now. Now, I, I still, sometimes when things go wrong now, they still bother me. But my tendency is more towards the wondering, what is the Lord doing, rather than blaming the Lord. <laughs> and... Um, because I, I know that the Lord is often working in various ways. There's been a few times where I had something arranged where th someone was going to help me with a certain thing. And, and at the very last minute, you know, I'd even made promises based on things others had said to me. And then it all unravels and I'm left in the lurch, like holding the mess. And people are saying to me, but you promised. And I'm thinking to myself, I've been let down by these other people. But in those situations... The Lord came through in ways that I, that he couldn't have come through and things couldn't have happened if it had happened the way that I planned. And so I often have thought back on situations like that and many other situations and thought, I could never have, have orchestrated that. And so I've learned to, to be much more trusting. And this is the journey of faith that we go on with the Lord. We go on a journey of trust, and the Lord often wants to bring us to our destination the long, long way. 
because the journey is all about learning and growing and coming to know him. If, if the Lord just gives us everything we want, we don't come to know our God. But when we walk through life with him, through all sorts of situations, we come to know him. And it's so wonderful that we can. And I, and I think that through these things that David was going through too, he came to know the Lord. And it's just so precious. Lord, I thank you for, for the way that you work in the detail of our lives. I thank you how you were doing all these things in this story for David. And I thank you that all the Psalms that he wrote show us that he came to trust you and love you so much. Father, we want to trust you and love you so much. May we never blame you, but may we always look with eyes of faith to see what are you doing in our lives. And Lord, I thank you that you are at work in our lives. We trust you and we thank you. We thank you in advance for even for things that you have not yet done. Lord, let your work continue. Increase us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.